Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 1st of March, 2021. In InfoSec news this week, a new version of the Ryuk ransomware is apparently capable of worm-like self-propagation within a local network, according to information discovered by researchers. This variant first emerged in Windows-focused campaigns earlier in 2021, according to the French National Agency for the Security of Information Systems, also known as ANSSI. The agency has said that it achieves self-replication by scanning for network shares and then copying a unique version of the ransomware executable to each of them as they're found typically using the file name rep.exe or lan.exe. Quoting the report directly, Ryuk looks for network shares on the victim IT infrastructure. To do so, some private IP ranges are scanned. Once launched, it will thus spread itself on every reachable machine on which Windows remote procedure call accesses are possible. This fresh version of Ryuk also reads through Infected Devices Address Resolution Protocol or ARP tables, which store the IP addresses and MAC addresses of any network devices which the machines communicate with. Then, according to the report, it sends a wake-on-LAN packet to each host, in order to wake up powered-off computers. For each identified host, Ryuk will then attempt to mount possible network shares using SMB, or server message block. SMB is a Windows function which allows the sharing, opening, or editing of files with remote computers and servers. Once all of the available network shares have been identified or created, the payload is then installed on the new targets and is self-executed using a scheduled task, allowing Ryuk to encrypt the target's content and delete any volume shadow copies to prevent file recovery. Ryuk was typically dropped into networks and spread manually by human operators or deployed into networks by other malware. Historically, one of the major players when it came to dropping Ryuk has been Emotet. As it happens, the Emotet botnet suffered a serious blow when, in a coordinated action, multiple law enforcement agencies seized control of the botnet earlier this year. And if the plan behind this takedown works, the botnet will be completely rolled up from the inside. Given the timing of the Emotet takedown at the end of January this year, and the discovery of the worm-like capabilities, now present within Ryuk, it is tempting to connect the two. This would, however, have required a very quick turnaround for these new capabilities if they were developed in response to the loss of Emotet as a distribution vector. This could be a coincidence, but there is compelling evidence to suspect otherwise. Microsoft have released updates to address four previously unknown zero-day vulnerabilities in Exchange Server which were being used in limited targeted attacks, according to Microsoft themselves. Microsoft is now urging customers to apply the updates as soon as possible due to all of the critical ratings of the flaws. The flaws affected Exchange Server 2013, Exchange Server 2016, and Exchange Server 2019. Exchange Online is not affected. To quote the advisory, we strongly encourage all Exchange Server customers to apply these updates immediately. Microsoft goes on to attribute the attacks to a group it calls Hafnium, which it says is a state-sponsored threat actor operating from within China. The attackers used the bugs in on-premise exchange servers to access email accounts of users. The four bugs in question are being tracked as CVE 2021-26855-26857-26858 and 27065. According to other researchers, the vulnerability CVE 2021-26855 was being used to steal the full contents of several users' mailboxes. The leveraging of this particular bug did not require any authentication and could be exploited remotely. 
The attacker only needs to know the server running exchange and the account from which they want to extract emails, and stated that the attacks appear to have started as early as January the 6th. Exchange email servers are an attractive target due to the volume of information they hold about an organization. Last year, Microsoft warned Exchange server customers to patch a different critical flaw, CVE 2020-0688, which multiple advanced persistent threat actors were quick to exploit. Yet, months after Microsoft warned organizations to urgently patch the flaw in question, tens of thousands of Exchange servers remained unpatched. Microsoft appears concerned that it could see the same scenario play out again with this set of Exchange server vulnerabilities. The Marza Cybercrime Forum has been hacked and member data leaked in the latest of a series of attacks targeting mostly Russian-speaking hacker forums. Marza, aka Mazafaka, is one of the oldest cybercrime forums where the rest of the community must vote on an aspiring member before they are granted access. Marza is considered to be one of the oldest and most elite crime communities, with one of the highest barriers of entry for hackers since the days of the Direct Connection Forum, which was the home of the Drydex operators. Earlier in the week, journalists were contacted by a newly registered Twitter user stating that the Marza Forum was hacked and member data was leaked. To quote, Marza Forum hacked and credentials leaked, verified, Dread, Club to Card and now Marza are dark web forums safe anymore. The leaked data consists of approximately 2,980 user records and contains members' user IDs, usernames, email addresses, redacted passwords, certificate file names, certificate passwords, and members' contact information on ICQ, AIM, Yahoo, MSN, and Skype. Unlike most forums, Marza requires its members to generate a certificate and a corresponding password, used along with a username and password to log into the forum. This additional security creates a more secure authentication, where only those who have the proper certificate can log in. Marza members' certificate passwords were also exposed in this leak, but not the certificates themselves. While not every field contained contact information, some of the accounts listed ICQ accounts, which are commonly used to communicate with other threat actors, making this information invaluable for law enforcement going forward. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you have any questions regarding anything outlined here, and thank you very much for listening.